You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 526. Welcome to Happiness Abound. I'm Taylor Proctor, a transformational happiness mentor, motivational speaker, and business owner who changed her life from anger, overwork, and resentment to a life I love, abundant in peace, success, fulfillment, and happiness. This show is designed to share actionable insights and to break down the real emotions, mindset, personal leadership, and mental toughness that is needed to live a life of happiness abound. Ready to discover your personal happiness? Let's dive in. Hello, Happiness Abounder, and welcome back. Today, I'm so excited to share how being happier helped me get a Porsche. (laughs) And I know that sounds really kind of weird and confusing, and if you've been following me on social media, you have seen that I got one of my dream cars over the weekend, and then in fact, I got two of my dream cars over the weekend, two of the same car, and it's this crazy story, and I promised I would share it here on the podcast, but ultimately, regardless of the new car or not, Being happier has helped me get my goals. And so I hope through my story today to share some hopefully gold nuggets with you on how being happier in your life can help you get your goals as well. So that said, let's dive right in. So first things first that you have to know is that I was not always super happy, upbeat, and uh, charismatic. (laughs) I used to be so angry. I was frustrated all of the time. It was this teeter-totter act between being angry and being sad, and I didn't like being sad, so I would protect myself with anger. I would put off the things that I really wanted to do with my life because I just was stuck in this attitude that I wanted to be angry and that the world was out to get me, not that I might need to change. And I have to laugh at that because my father had said to me, in different circumstances, he wasn't talking to me about me, but he had said, you know, if if everybody in the world is the problem, then it's really you that has the problem. And I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to recognize that in my own life. So I was angry. I was bitter. I was resentful. I was frustrated. I was putting things off that I cared about. My relationships were suffering. Both my romantic relationship with my husband, my familial relationships with my family, my friends, coworkers at work. I mean, all of it was a crapshoot. Let's just put it that way. And it wasn't until I started looking at my happiness and figuring out that I really did just want to be happy that things started to shift and change. Now, this is important because... (laughs) I, it would have been impossible, not an exaggeration at all to say impossible for me to get my dream car or to live the amazing dream life I have now back then. I had to take the steps, I had to take the action and I had to constantly focus and hone in on my happiness. Now you may have heard me talk about the societal checklist. At the time, I had bought into this lie that if I met this checklist of items, that I would be happy. And really it was, I would be successful and that would equal happiness in my mind. 
And this checklist looks a little different for everybody, but for the most part, it looks like getting a degree, having a great job, earning a lot of money, having the fancy car, having the awesome house, the beautiful spouse and family, the corner office or the successful entrepreneurial business. And once you hit those checklist marks, then you'll be deemed successful by society and therefore in our minds somehow, in some way that has been warped that that equals happiness. So I was well on my way to climbing that societal checklist, to climbing that ladder, and that's when I realized, wait, I'm so unhappy. I'm angry all the time. What am I doing? I just wanna be happier in my life. And so I didn't necessarily step off of that checklist or that ladder, but I realized that that wasn't going to bring me happiness. But I'd worked so hard for it that it was okay, but happiness was an inside job and something that I needed to do for me. And once I started working on my happiness journey, my happiness habits, my mindset, my emotional management, really understanding who I am, leaning into the happiness formula of identity plus vision plus mindset plus leadership equaling happiness, that's when things started to fall into place. So fast forward to a few weeks ago. And I wanna be very clear, I brought up the societal checklist piece because it's important to note that getting a dream car does not equal happiness. It's something on the checklist, but it doesn't necessarily mean once you get your dream car, you'll be happy. Because I think if you're watching this, you already know deep down in your heart and in your soul that that is not the case. However, if you are already in a space of happiness and joy and loving your life and experiencing happiness and peace every single day, Getting your dreams, your goals, not only is easier, but helps you be happier. So there's a clear delineation there. Being happy already and getting your goals is a fantastic bonus to the ultimate goal of being happy. But achieving your goal and expecting that to make you happy is a big no-no. So how did being happier help me get my dream car? Well, I was able to understand that delineation. Understand that getting the car wasn't gonna make me happy. So if I, and it wasn't like a huge goal, the goal was to be happy. So I was working on my happiness. I'm always working on my happiness. And a few weeks ago, this car kind of dropped into my husband and I's purview. And it's important to note that along with my happiness journey, my husband and I have followed the Dave Ramsey methodology for finances. Now this isn't a finance show, so don't worry, I'm not gonna go super into depth on that. But I believe that the weight, the crushing weight of debt is a huge hindrance to our happiness. If we wanna look at that checklist again, a lot of people try to jump through it quickly because they think it will make them successful and then the, somehow that will make them happier. So they try to jump through it quickly and they use debt as a tool to help them get there. I believe, my husband and I believe, that we can take our time. We can wait for it because as we are happier without the crushing weight of debt, we can move forward faster without the debt and get our goals and our dreams much quicker. So that's important to note because Several years ago, we bought a hoopty, a fancy hoopty, a Lexus in cash. And that was a huge deal, huge deal. 
because buying a car in cash is awesome. And if you're thinking like, hey, yeah, I needed a car and here's this one. I mean, it wasn't an expensive car by any means. The car was 21 years old at the time. It's, no, I think it was 19 years at the time. And we're in the 22, 23 year old range for it now. And I've driven that car like crazy. It has over 200,000 miles. I loved it. And I still love it. I love it because we paid cash for it. It runs like a dream. It gets me from A to B, no problem. But as I have been thinking about what car I want next, this idea just kept on coming into my head of, ah, you know what I want? I wish I could just jump from my little hoopty Lexus to something like a Porsche. That would be awesome. And then, of course, I'm going to want to buy it in cash. So that felt like it was impossible because, hello, you can't, I, like in my brain, it was impossible because you can't just simply go from a 22 year old car that you paid $2,000 cash for to a $100,000 vehicle. <laughs> like you just don't do that. But I hadn't outlined what kind of Porsche I wanted. None of that. I was just like, man, I really, really would like to jump from this to this. And I felt like that was impossible. And I've always wanted a Porsche ever since I was a little kid. I won't go into the details of that story, but it's a little fun one. And I was like, okay, great. Well, if we're gonna buy one, regardless if it's from this car or in 10 years or 20 years when maybe we have a little bit more money, I wanna buy a Porsche in cash. So went from wanting one my whole life to wanting one in cash. Then six months ago, it was maybe I could trade up from the Lexus to a Porsche. And that felt like that was impossible, especially buying it in cash. So that idea has been rolling around in my head for a minute now. And a few weeks ago, my husband was on the couch on a Sunday and says, hey, what do you think of this car? And it's a 2008 Porsche. It's a limited edition, beautiful uh, orange color, orange color, which totally fits my brand. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love it. And since it's an older Porsche, it was in our price range. It was in a price range that we could pay cash for. However, there was one hiccup. It was a stick shift. So I was like, no, no, we can't get it. Can't get it because I drive automatics. I can drive a stick shift, but I don't want to. I don't do it comfortably. No. He's like, okay. So Monday rolls around and I can't stop thinking about this car. I'm like, you know what? What is holding me back on this? It's the fact that it's a stick shift. And mentally, I realized that I was limiting myself. Here was this goal, this dream that landed in my lap. I've always wanted a Porsche. I've wanted to be able to buy it in cash. It's in a price range that we could. It fits everything that we would need except that it's a stick shift. And here's the piece that's important. Why couldn't I learn to be comfortable with a stick shift? Really? Why? Would I let that one thing that I can learn how to do better hold me back from getting my goal? So I told my husband, you know what, get it. Let's, let's get this car. I'm so excited. I'm going to learn how to drive a stick shift even better. I can drive it in emergencies, but now I'm going to be one of those people who drives a stick shift and it's going to be so awesome because I'm going to have this dream car. Now this is important because being happier back in the day, I would being happier now, that thought and that mindset can come. Back in the day when I was angry and resentful and like hated the world, that there's no way. 
it would have been this, first off, it never would have come. We never would have had the cash to do it. This idea never would have come into fruition to begin with, but let's say that it had, I wouldn't have been able to even think past, well, maybe I can learn to drive a stick shift. Why am I passing up this golden opportunity to land in my lap everything that I've wanted because it's not 1000% perfect? And I think that's important to note because when we are unhappy, we think that perfect is the only way. And we limit ourselves from the opportunity to learn and to grow into who we need to be to get our goals. Crazy, right? Why would I shut that down? So I was like, yes, let's get the car. So then my husband kind of in his, in my, in my words, he hemmed and hawed about it. Like two days had gone by and I said, so what's the deal with the car? Like did, what's going on? And, and he had mentioned, well, uh, it's, it's somebody else has an offer on it. It's at the mechanic right now getting checked up. Oh, okay. We missed out on the car, which is really disappointing, but okay. It's my bad for stalling on Sunday. This was like Wednesday or Tuesday. It's my bad for stalling on Sunday and not trusting the growth process. So we missed out on it, but I'm like, okay, well, something else will come along. It's not like we were in dire needs of a Porsche. <laughs> the Lexus works fine. It's no big deal. That's just more cash that we can put away. Not a problem. Really disappointed, but fair. That's fine. And I've learned in the process. I've learned like, yeah, I shouldn't look at a goal and expect it to just fall in my lap and be perfect. If I have to learn and grow to become the person who has that goal, then that is a phenomenal thing. So that was mindset shift number one. So then my husband is occasionally showing me other cars, other Porsches and talking to me about like, well, what about this? What about this? I'm like, no, no, that's still in our price range, but the mileage isn't the same. It's not a limited edition. It's not all these things that were really perfect about this really cool Porsche. And I kept on kind of saying no. Then on Thursday morning, he says, well, take a look at this one. Same color, because it's a limited edition, so they only come in that color, this beautiful orange. And he said, take a look at this one. So I look at the price first, because I see, oh, orange Porsche, cool, price. I'm like, that's something we could do in cash, but it's also something that is a little bit above my safety zone for savings account money. So I'm like, I don't, uh, no, no. He's like, okay. He's like, are you sure? Like, you should look at it. It's really nice. I'm like, all right, let me take a real look. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is awesome. It has significantly less miles than the other one for the same year. It's an automatic, which is really rare. There's only 250 of these limited edition Porsches in the world. And maybe about a third of them are made automatic. And this one's an automatic. As the cool like track timer on the, it's called a Chronosport, on the dash, which is also kind of a cool thing and a heritage Porsche concept and feature. So I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. And it's number 80 out of 250, which if you know my logo, an infinity sign, you just flip it up on its side vertical and it's an eight. So I'm like, this might just be meant to be. And I'm so glad that we didn't get 
the stick shift one because now here's one that still in our price range, although I'm a little uncomfortable with how much it would take out of our savings, but everything else is lining up. So then I had an identity crisis. This is mindset shift number two. I'm like, okay, first things first. We like to pay cash for a lot of things. I like to have money in savings. So there's this part of me that goes, nope, I had set my price range and this is a few thousand over it. Well, we can do it in cash. I'm not comfortable with that. Fair enough. That's my identity. I pay cash with things. We have money and savings. I like the comfort and the security that can come from that because we have been in the space where we were choosing between food and gas and had no money and we're living paycheck to paycheck. So I was not going to go back there for a car. There was that part. Not that we would go back there. We'd still have money and savings. It would still be great. I have the, it's not a problem, but in my brain it was. Then on the other side, here's this car. And this one is the ideal car. It's not a stick shift, it's an automatic. I can drive it right off the rip and have a blast. And it's everything that I could possibly want. So which one do I choose? Honestly, I was gonna go the money route. And I talked to a friend and they had said, well, which one will you resent less? What, what does that even mean, right? And she said, well, think about it. If you bought the car and then something happened and all your savings was drained, would you resent having the car? Or if you didn't buy the car and you had all the money in savings, would you resent savings because you didn't buy the car? And I realized I wanted the car. I worked hard. We could buy it in cash. How many people can say they can buy a Porsche in cash? And all of this is happening and I am so glad for my happiness habits. Because in the past, there would have been no thinking. There would have been no money in savings to begin with, but there would have been none of this self-awareness. There would have been none of this like, okay, my identity is rooted in one thing and that doesn't have to change. However, I can shift my mindset to understand that I am worthy I am deserving. I have worked hard. My husband and I have set ourselves up for success so that we can do things like this. So why not take that opportunity? And why not raise that vibration and being happier because I have accomplished a goal, happier contributing to my happiness because of that goal? Why not take that? So that was mindset shift number two, an understanding that my identity can shift and level up. And it doesn't even have to shift a huge level up because we still have cash, we're buying it in cash, we still have money in savings. It was just a little bit more than I wanted to initially take out. So that's mindset shift number two. So we decided to call on it and made the purchase. This was Thursday, Thursday afternoon. It had been posted Thursday morning. We called Thursday afternoon. My husband put a, put a deposit on it. We were good to go. Then my husband says to me, so I have to ask you, would you rather have the car in California, which is where the automatic lived, or would you rather have the stick shift one here in Utah? I was like, well, uh, like what's going on with the one here in Utah? what's happening there? I thought it was sold. I thought it was gone. And he's like, no, they're like, I don't know. I could probably figure some stuff out. Like 
just, just which one would you rather have? The story on the other one is not important. Like, okay, well, I think I would still rather have the automatic. It has less mileage. It has the, all, the, all the upgrades and features you can get with the exception of one, which is dimming mirrors. And it has less mileage. It's awesome. It feels a lot more aligned with what I need. And it's an automatic. He's like, okay. So an hour later, he calls me and goes, there's something I need to tell you. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he says, well, I actually bought the stick shift. I've been fixing it up because it had a few things. It is a 2008, right? It had a few things that needed to be fixed. I've been fixing it up over the week and was going to give it to you on Sunday. However, I agree that the automatic is the better car for you. So we should still go get it. So we drive to California. We pick up this car. It is a dream to drive. It's everything I ever could have possibly imagined. And we come home and there's the stick shift version too. So coming home to a beautiful surprise of not only one amazing limited edition car, but two. And here's where I wanna go with this. Mindset shift number three. What felt impossible suddenly doubled in its goodness, doubled in the amazingness factor. Back when I was unhappy, I couldn't even have imagined that I was deserving or that I was worthy or I was even capable of getting a dream to come true, let alone having two of them fall in my lap. It felt, I can't even fathom who I was back then, getting the things, doing the work, feeling the happiness that I feel now. So much so that I got two. Two of this dream car, limited edition. Who has two of these in their driveway that's a normal everyday person? But here it was. So long story short on this, <laughs> especially that mindset shift and breakthrough number three. If you are working towards your happiness, I want you to know that it will be a catalyst for everything else good in your life. Your relationships will improve. My husband back then, although he's an amazing, amazing person and a total sweetheart, I don't know if he would have secretly bought me a stick shift Porsche and fixed it up. Because I was mean. I was angry all the time. You can love that, but you don't necessarily want to like go out of your way for that. <laughs> but now we have a, such a better relationship. So much so that he was like, this is her car. I'm going to surprise her and fix it up and it's going to be awesome. So because I'm happier, my relationships are so much better. And not that relationships are judged on material things or gifts, but it's just an added bonus. The being the ability to pay cash. When I was angry and unhappy, gosh, those promotion opportunities didn't really come. The money didn't really roll in because I was not somebody people wanted to work with. I didn't even want to work with me. You know, I was putting off the things I wanted to do. So being happier and focusing on this has elevated my ability to make more money, has elevated my ability to think more critically, to put into place happiness habits and financial habits like saving cash, paying off debt, 
and putting cash into things that we want would have been impossible back then. But through my happiness habits, my happiness journey, that is a possibility. So better relationships, improved wealth, and then emotionally, I'm ecstatic. And my mental health is everything. Instead of just shutting stuff down or when we lost, when I thought we lost the stick shift opportunity, beating myself up because I hesitated, I could just trust that it was gonna be okay. And it was a learning and growth opportunity that it didn't have to be perfect for me to be able to take those steps. And now we have two. <laughs> now don't worry, we're not keeping the, the stick shift. I would love to say that we have two of these limited edition Porsches for the long haul or Porsches, sorry, for the long haul, but it's just not viable for us. So we are selling the stick shift. We already have a buyer and I'm so excited because now this person who is happy gets to have their dream car too, which is really cool. So as I look back and I apologize for the tearing up a little bit because this is just so exciting for me. And it's not just like, woohoo, I got a car. When I look at the journey of who I was and how impossible this would have been. And I look at the ability that I have now to be happier and all of the things that I've learned and all the tools and the techniques and skill sets that I have in my tool belt now to help me be able to achieve my goals, to help me be able to have the discipline needed to save cash, the ability to have better communication and the loving relationship with my spouse, the opportunity to make more money, the opportunity to have better mental and physical health, all of that hinges on my decision to be happier. So that is the story of how being happier helped me get my dream car, which is a 2008 limited edition Porsche, Porsche Boxster. And I couldn't be happier about it, but it's not that the Porsche made me happier. I was already happy. And the goals just start coming when you've hit that space. Because you're not bogged down by the anger. You're not bogged down by the frustration. You're no longer putting off those things that are important to you. Instead, you're thriving. So, I am so excited to be somebody who can say that I bought a Porsche in cash and that I couldn't be happier about it. And I'm not happy because of it, but because I am happy, is how I was able to get it. So as you are looking at your own life, A, I hope that this story connected. I hope you were just as excited as I am, but not at my successes. I hope you are so excited for your upcoming successes because you've made the decision to be happier by listening to shows like this. And if you wanna take those to the next level, I wanna encourage you to join my Jumpstart Your Happiness Challenge in our Facebook group called Happiness Abounders. It's coming up here in a few weeks. It's free and it can take your happiness to the next level so that you can have your dream life. So I'm gonna leave you with that today. I hope that you have a phenomenal day. Be sure to follow me on social media, go check out the Porsche, Porsches, and above everything else, remember that you are capable of happiness abound.
Looking to take your personal development to the next level? Join the Personal Development Book Club presented by Happiness Abound. Each month we read amazing books from the world's foremost mentors and authors and discuss it for the entirety of the month in an exclusive Facebook group where we can learn and grow together. Find out more by visiting bookclub.happinessabound.com.